guys it's purple related and you are listening to a purple related podcast wish popping how y'all doing trust you have been living good and eating well if you're listening to this podcast then i scaled through and i finally got the recording right the devil is a liar i have tried and tried and tried the devil is trying to prevent you all from hearing the truth and it's not gonna work <laughs> you know i will not be discouraged so if you're hearing this i need to vent that out if you're hearing this then jesus was victorious and jesus is always victorious you know so yeah <laughs> i'm super psyched that you clicked play on this podcast please listen till the end um it's going to be super helpful and we're both going to be glad that you did so yeah um as usual i'm not speaking from a standpoint of one that has attained mastery of all the arts no um we're all in this together we're all learning together and i'm going to be dragging all of us together so Heading right into it, I'll be talking about dwindling standards, you know, standards that do usually dwindle a little bit. And I'll start with three instances I can remember, you know, to help with context and to buttress my point. So firstly, um, I have been learning recently about patterns, understanding patterns. So according to a good friend of mine, Things usually don't just happen suddenly, right? They're usually as a result of patterns developed over time. So when I say, oh, this and this happened to me, I don't know what's going on. He would usually ask what happened before and before then, right? And eventually we would get to the genesis of my problem. At first, I thought it was a stressful and extra process. I mean, is it that deep? Does he always have to have a genesis? Like, does he always have to be a pattern? But I realized before long that <laughs> it is that deep. The second instance, um, the other day, I was reading a thread on Twitter and the author was speaking the truth ever so sternly, right? But the truth either ways, regardless about Jesus and music and stuff. And I was reading, as I was reading, there was a subtle voice that crept up somewhere in my head that tried to say something funny along the lines of, hmm, hope this isn't too harsh or hope people will take it well or, or something like that. <laughs> Just keep following me, I'm getting somewhere. The third instance, I was watching a video on IG and the lady was talking about fornication how it is a sin regardless of who and how and why it is done you know and that god has standards and all of that and i knew she was saying the pure truth but then at some point there was a subtle concern in my chest again as to whether people would take it well or not or whether she was being too harsh or extreme or not i mean like thinking back i'm thinking back now and i'm like <laughs> as opposed to her saying what fornication is okay or there are certain contexts it should be allowed you know anyway at that point i was like hey god what's really happening and the holy spirit made me realize that it was ever so subtle but it was an attempt by the enemy in my mind to try to sugarcoat or dilute the truth to make it sound softer or more palatable you know to try to bridge the gap 
between right and wrong with tolerance. Meanwhile, right and wrong are like two parallels that shouldn't meet, you know? We become so sensitized to some certain things that they no longer, you know, cause us to open our mouth the job. We are now so used to it that it's like meh. Um, we're no longer surprised. We just overlook them. In fact, what surprises us is when others are surprised that it happened because we expect them to be used to it as well. And what that does is that the sternness and firmness to speak against them and the urgency to do so also reduces because there's a sternness that comes with the things of God and his standards. For instance, God loves the sinner absolutely and utterly, completely, but he hates the acts of sin. We are just like him, so we are able to do the same. In fact, we are wired to do the same and that would translate into us walking in love quite all right but not approving of wrong actions and deeds and it's important to be careful and strict with our minds and our heart in order not to subconsciously reduce those standards of god we may so easily forget that this god in question is utterly righteous and holy and he has called us to that as well he has made us so so we cannot afford to dwindle our standards in order to sound okay or sound nice or sound tolerance because too much is at stake to be worried about how we sound to be honest and the truth is with the way the world is set up the gospel and all things related to it will always be offensive to the unbelieving ear in some way. It's not logical to them to have such standards in such a way with such a God, right? But our faith comes before agreement with the world, so we cannot afford to be offended alongside them. In fact, if we do things and believing things that are completely and totally in agreement with the world then perhaps we need to review our belief system let me use the examples i started with when you feed your mind with something for so long patterns are formed like in my first instance right and you get so comfortable um with them that it makes you uncomfortable when someone challenges those patterns and you you become worried about how it look especially if the person challenging it is of the same you know belief system or faith as you for example when you keep watching movies and series and reading books and having conversations that normalized some certain things maybe like murder for a just cause or homosexuality for instance your mind becomes so sensitized to it that it becomes really difficult to speak the truth concerning it in real life you begin to doubt god's word you know concerning the subject matter and you just rather not because it has become so normal to you you know you might even start making excuses for them in your heart In the spirit of wokeness, we tend to accommodate outright sins or treat with kid gloves the things that give room for those sins. You know, things that are not per se outrightly wrong on face value, but when you indulge in them long enough, they will lead you down the path of de-edification because they do not edify. God's standards, yeah, don't modify as the centuries modernize. I'll repeat it again just in case you didn't get it the first time. God's standards don't modify as the centuries modernized. 
Because if we're being honest, we've become so indisciplined really that it has now become a question of, oh, is this a sin? Like I hear it all the time and I'm like, aren't you past this? Like, is this a sin? Does the Bible say this is a sin? When it should be a question of, does it glorify God or does it edify me? You know? Because when something does not add to you, it takes from you. You you never remain neutral either ways. I, I heard the saying one time that when something stops growing, it starts dying, right? And um, let me just quickly chip this in. Not being excited about the things of God or being able to spend hours doing carnal regular things and not being able to last minutes without falling asleep or losing concentration with the things of God is a sign that the balance in your heart is tipping and it's not tipping in the right direction the deceit is it's always in a subtle way it's always in the subtle things because the devil knows that if he brings sin to you outrightly barely nakedly that we would refuse you would refuse it blatantly right so he covers it up in a way that we would have to discern it and discern its context to be able to know the true motive behind such things and to be able to find out that those things potentially lead to wrong now that is another issue on its own our gauges of discernment are fogged are not clear <laughs> they don't seem to be working properly nowadays because devotion has now been relegated to the background the holy spirit has been you know really speaking to my heart in recent times about the need to focus more on the basics those things that are seemingly insignificant you know but help to set your heart alright. like prayer bible study daily you know the daily doing of those things talking about god talking to god telling people about him those things that just stir up your consciousness right um that we need to make them habits again so it's kind of like a battle of subtilities i don't know if that's a word but a battle of subtilities now which one are you gonna let win in your mind and in your heart because if you're not intentional about these things we won't be able to tell ourselves apart from the world anymore instead of us to be showing them the light and to be pulling them out of confusion we would be wallowing in it with them right because we are called to a higher reality and that higher reality is not by mouth it is by discipline it is by sternness by choosing to not be swayed by what we feel as opposed to what is real as opposed to the reality of god's word regardless of how illogical and unfair in quotes it might seem now it seems like you know military work it looks like it is of military difficulty you know because the flesh has a way of weakening our resolve but it is important so that we remain you know conscious of the truth at all times we have become lax with guarding our hearts now like generally speaking like almost everything goes nowadays and the devil capitalizes on this laxity to push his agenda i mean if you give him half an inch he'll take 300 kilometers <laughs> And sometimes we don't even know the difference between right and wrong anymore because the lines have become so blurry. It's really worrisome, actually. And the painful part is, one of the painful parts is that when a fellow believer now tries to point to the right way, we join the world to bash them. 
because we have now become uncomfortable with it because our standards have so been confused the marking scheme is rubbish nowadays <laughs> and the truth is jesus did not call us to comfort in that kind of context he didn't call us to be uncomfortable to be to be comfortable with things all the time there's a level of discomfort that comes with being a christian i mean jesus was very blunt if when he was you know on earth he was very blunt and very honest with the truth of god's word and with what he came to do and he's calling us to that same you know level of thinking and action walking in love does not always mean sparing people's feelings have you heard of tough love sometimes the truth is hurtful but it is what is needed i just think you know we need to be more honest with ourselves and put the standard bar back where jesus put it and not where the world wants to see it i told you i was gonna drag your edges and i hope i succeeded and i really hope this helps please share with a friend let's try to get our minds sensitized to what actually matters till next time toodles